Welcome to Career Tools. This week, summer attire. The questions this cast answers are, it's hot in my office, what should I wear? Can I wear shorts in the office in summer? And why should I pay attention to my attire? Okay, the summer is here, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. We are hot. It's uh, 102 today in San Antonio. And I bet it's the same in Austin. It's toasty warm. And offices tend to go one of two ways. Either they're freezing cold, the air conditioning's on way too high, or it's not a belly on at all and it's too hot. And it's really difficult to know what to wear. In the winter, it's easy because you're always covered up. But in summer, it's a lot harder. It's true. It, it is hot here and it's really tough. And I was in Phoenix for a long time where... It was something often like 110 outside and then 65 or, you know, somewhere between 70 and 60 in the office. And it it can be really tough, but we've got some guidelines for you that should make it pretty clear. And um, we're hopeful that we can help because I mean, it's not trivial, right? And sometimes it's it's confusing and it's hard. I mean, wool in the summer, it's tough, right? It's not a, <laughs> It's not a good time. We're going to talk about what to wear in the summer at your office. We'll start with the outline. No underwear showing, not too short, sparing with logos, business colors, and keep accessories business-like. Before we start, I'd just like to note that the guidelines apply equally to men and women. We don't want to see anybody's underwear. Shorts can be too short on men and women, and accessories can be unbusiness-like on either gender. And the rules, these guidelines really apply when the weather is cold too, but they're more likely to be broken in summer. Whatever you're wearing, all clothing, whether it's summer or winter or it's autumn or spring, whatever you're wearing, everything needs to be clean with no holes and no missing pieces, like no holes in jeans, even if they're supposed to be there, no ripped sleeves or anything. And if the fabric requires something to be pressed then it needs to be pressed or ironed if you're wearing a shirt a cotton shirt that needs to be ironed then it needs to be ironed you can't just take it out of the dryer with all the creases on it and then go to work you could but people will draw conclusions from that that you might not want if you're not someone who irons because i am not a person who often irons there's always dry cleaning but i didn't realize that the whole wrinkle release spray is like a little known secret Downy makes a spray that has fabric softener in it, and you can spray cotton things, and it'll take wrinkles out very quickly. If you take a shirt out of the dryer and hang it on a hanger and spray it with wrinkle release, you're going to have no wrinkles at all. So if you're having wrinkle issue and you're not a ironing person, or if you just get up late, right, if you just decide you have to, you have to be quick this morning, then wrinkle release might be your best friend ever. So clean, no holes missing, no pieces missing, wrinkle-free, right, as much as we can. And we suggest these things for men and women. And so if we're going to get started, the next thing that we should really start to cover is the first thing on our outline, which is no underwear showing. With all of these guidelines, we, we hope this is kind of obvious, but we get a lot of notes and we see a lot of things and it's maybe not obvious to everyone. So for women, this means that your top needs to cover the entirety of your bra. We don't want to let our straps 
show. We don't want them to even be in danger of showing, right? No peekaboo kind of thing under a tank top where, you know, if you have a sleeveless situation, you might have a strap showing. We would suggest that's not entirely appropriate. Even the neckline, if it moves around, you want to watch out for that. No straps showing. I would even go so far as to say watch color maybe. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. the color of your strap could show. A lot of times if your shirt is lighter than the color of the bra, it could show. That might be something to watch out for. You could, and I would totally suggest that you're careful even to this level. Lean forward a little bit. Look in the mirror. Make sure that the neckline that you have on your shirt is snug enough, right? It's it's close enough to your skin that it doesn't give a view when you lean forward, either at your desk or at someone else's desk. That's a good thing to be careful of. Make sure that the top is buttoned closed and your your buttons aren't gaping. And I would even say if you wear a bag that where the cro- the strap of your bag goes across your shirt, you need to be very careful about buttons. Those crossbody straps of like briefcases or satchels or those kind of bigger bags that go across can pop buttons on those shirts very easily. So make sure the buttons aren't gaping and giving people a look at what you have on underneath. We want to keep our underwear under our clothes. And to that point, we want to make sure that our straps are hidden and things like that. But we also want to make sure that we're not wearing tops that are off the shoulder or strapless even if we're not showing our underwear or our bras, because there's really a limit to how much bare skin you can show and be professional. If you'd wear it to a fun event, it's probably not appropriate. Like no sundress to a barbecue kind of thing. You know, we want to save those things for social events and stuff like that. It's just not professional to show that much bare skin. And gentlemen, we don't want to see your undershirt either. Or, you know, chest either. We suggest an undershirt, but we don't want to see it. For both men and women, we really want to keep our underwear under our clothes, right? exactly. <laughs> under our shirts and our pants too. Yeah. So so we want to be careful, you know, that our underwear doesn't show on the outside of our pants or trousers for the, for the people who speak British or skirts. You know, you can have a skirt that's got a split that's too high when you walk it can, you know, give a view of a little too much, or you can have a waistline that gapes at the back when you bend over. You want to move that item out of your workwear rotation. And you can wear a belt with pants that where the waistline, you know, sometimes with a pair of pants, if you want them to fit your hips, they don't fit at the waist. And you you can put a belt on to make sure that the waistline is the same as your waistline for men and women, but or you just don't wear that pair of pants mm-hmm. easily. We also want to watch out for fabrics and garments that are sheer. We don't want anyone to be able to see our underwear. So if you have a sheer fabric, we want to make sure that you can't see anything underneath. And this even sometimes applies to white shirts, Mm. even business shirts. You know, I, I have a white Brooks Brothers shirt that's really just not sheer, but it's not heavy enough to keep people from seeing, you know, some lines or something like that. So you want to watch out for that. And you also shouldn't probably be wearing any garment that's tight enough to show underwear lines. No one during the day should see anything about your underwear or, you know, they shouldn't be thinking about your underwear because they've gotten a glimpse of it. And this isn't because we're sexist or fashion averse or stuffy. 
It's just because if you want to be taken seriously at work, male or female, you need to be dressed in a way that says work. And underwear says something different. It definitely does. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing here, right? Your underwear shouldn't be showing because underwear doesn't say work. Exactly. It's easy. So the next one is not too short. So whether or not shorts are appropriate in the summer for your office is an office by office kind of determination. It depends where you are, what the weather's like, what kind of company you work for, whether or not you're being seen by customers, uh, what you're doing during the day, whether it's physical or sitting at a desk. There's all sorts of criteria that come into whether or not shorts are a good idea in your workplace. If shorts are acceptable in your workplace, then do not wear shorts that are too short. For men, that means tailored shorts that nearly reach the knee, you know, are just very slightly above your knee where your knee sort of becomes your thigh. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to see any thigh. <laughs> and we want to have a belt on and we want to wear our top tucked into the shorts um, because shorts say casual and so you need to kind of formal them up to make them acceptable in the office. And shorts with cargo pockets are generally too casual unless cargo pants are worn by the majority of the people that you work with. You know, there's a lot of people who'll say, well, I work for a startup or I work in a place that's really casual and I wear ripped jeans or cargo pants all the time. And if you're in that environment, then that's fine. What we're trying to cover is 90% of the people 90% of the time, which is what we try and cover on Career Tools and Manage Tools every week. And for 90% of people, you're in either business casual or business formal, at which point shorts need to be tailored if they're allowed. It's not the goal to dress down to the culture that you're working in, but to dress professionally. And there's a lot of places, organizations, where people dress a little bit differently based on whether they're going to the client or if the client's coming to them or other appointments. And we say this at the conferences too. We say, you know, you wouldn't wear the same clothes to garden in that you would wear to a wedding or, you know, dinner with your family or something like that. There's just a level of, you know, things you would wear to different occasions. That's why there are so many wonderful options out there. We're trying to recommend though, um, guidance for 90% of the people, 90% of the time, that will also allow you not to have to worry about that so that no one will ever have to say to you at work, oh, you can't go to see a client looking like that. I actually have a former peer, a former coworker, and a lot of the people at my previous role, they they wore jeans and t-shirts on Friday, casual Friday, and this person never did. It was always jeans with a belt and a button down, casual, but professional. And he said something to me about, oh, I someone gave me a t-shirt at work and they suggested that I wear it to casual Friday. And I thought, you know, I've never seen this person wear a t-shirt to work. I just can't even imagine it. And I thought, you know, I, I would almost be kind of disappointed. I always liked the fact that he kind of dressed up a little bit. And so you want to ask yourself, do you see a lot of people two levels above you wearing shorts or any of the kind of things that you're thinking about wearing? And if you don't, then shorts or those things are probably not the best idea. We want to think about dressing up a little bit. What I mean by that is up a few levels as opposed to up to like a full-blown suit or something like that. Because there are times when you could wear something a little bit different. 
when I was researching for this cast, I discovered that there are such things as short suit sets for men. So it's like a suiting material jacket and then where you would have like long pants they're shorts and like so it's a black with a pinstripe or it's a gray with a kind of check in it Hmm. um and it's the kind of suit you would wear with a tie but the pants are short whatever you do don't wear those they look (laughs) awful often if you see something in a fashion magazine and it says wear this to work it's probably not a good idea because fashion magazine people don't go to work in workplaces like you do that's true. If you stood outside of, you know, Vogue and watched the people going in and out, they would be wearing very different clothes to if you were at a medium-sized firm in, I don't know, Ohio, yeah. and you stood outside and watched what those people wore. And so it's all about being appropriate. But often the guidance you get in magazines is not good guidance. That's so true. I would be so intimidated if I had to dress the way they probably do at Vogue. I'm I'm really glad that the classics are classic for a reason. So ladies, if you're going to wear shorts, they should be no shorter than the skirt or the dress that you would wear. So if all your dresses come to your knee, then we should really only be wearing shorts that go to the knee. Maybe if your skirts are a little bit shorter, your shorts can be a tiny bit shorter as well. But your shorts need to be more formal, maybe a little bit tailored, not athletic or athleisure kinds of things. Please don't buy your work shorts at Lululemon. Although if you work at Lululemon, that's probably fine. Yes. But we don't want to wear basketball shorts or, or denim shorts, either gender. We just want to be careful. On the opposite end of this spectrum, maxi dresses, like floor-length summer dresses, are not appropriate for work either. The tailoring is really too relaxed, too relaxed for work. Also, you could trip over your skirt. Some of those skirts are really long. So we want to be careful about that. And, you know, we're talking about shorts and bottoms being too short. But we also want to make sure our tops aren't too short, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than uh, reaching for a book in the library and, you know, someone behind you seeing three inches of skin. If it doesn't tuck in or it doesn't cover the waistband, then it's probably too short. And definitely if you bend or stretch and you give a little hint of skin, then your top is too short. And lots of people will say, I never bend down in the office. I would never stretch for anything. We don't have a library. I don't know the number of times where I've ended up under a desk trying to (laughs) fill with sockets. Yeah, or yes, somebody dropped something or the computer went out and I need to unplug it and plug it in again. And... You know, I've ended up crawling around the desk, crawling around underneath the desk. Or, you know, someone, someone's come in and said, hey, you know, we're getting rid of these cabinets, these filing cabinets, and we need to empty them out. And you end up doing something that's probably not your job, but completely unexpected. Yeah, even just light bulbs, things like that. Oh, of course. You don't really think about those things until your shirt's too short. And then it's it's mildly embarrassing. So no pants that are too short, no shirts that are too short, and no sleeves that are too short. So our our next recommendation is that your sleeves should cover your underarms. And whatever shirt or top you're wearing, your underarms need to be covered. So nothing sleeveless, no tank tops, no sleeveless undershirts. Um, If you lift your arm up and we can see your armpit, then the sleeves are too short. 
For men's fashion, usually this area of the body is covered. But for women, there's a lot of structured dresses without sleeves. And if you're not going to take off your jacket, or maybe I often wear a cardigan over a sleeveless dress, then those dresses are acceptable. But if you're wearing this type of top and dress because it's hot and you're going to take off the overlayer, then you probably want to wear something else. And again, this is really, you know, Claire, Claire, I can't think of her name. Are you talking about House of Cards? House of Cards, thank you. Claire Underwood, isn't she? Yes. Yes. And she wears some gorgeous clothes, really, really expensive, you know, sleeveless sheath dresses Mm -hmm. that are beautiful. But she's on TV. You know, I'm sure there's millions of women who watch that show going, I wish I could dress like her, uh, including me. I wish I was that tall and that skinny and looked like that. But it's TV. And in real life, it's just not as practical as we would perhaps want it to be. And so, is it? I mean, those dresses are gorgeous. And if you're going to keep a jacket on over them, you know, if you have your own office, and you're going to take your jacket off while you're working, then that's fine. But if you go to a meeting, put your jacket back on again. Mm-hmm. It's just TMI when we see your armpits. Yeah, the, the armpit thing. We just want to have some coverage there. It's more comfortable for us in the long run. It's more comfortable for the people around us as well. And there have been you know, protests in Congress about a woman's right to wear sleeveless dresses in the congressional dress code. And this is 2017. And so... There are protests, but perhaps we should just stick with covering our underarms up. And one of the things I've seen about the whole Congress, that it was the women in the press corps who wanted to wear sleeveless dresses, and then they weren't allowed into some part of the Congress building because they weren't following the dress code. All the men had suits and ties on, you know, so if they can manage in the heat, so can you. That's absolutely true. So the next thing we have... Our recommendation, our next thing on the list is we want to be sparing with our logos. We want to watch out for logos on our shirts. One of the things that we see a lot of is polo shirts, right? These like collared shirts. Um, they're usually not cotton, right? They're usually like a like a different kind of fabric and they're kind of cooler in the summer for sure. And they have a little collar and things like that. But they often have really big logos, either for the company that made them, the retailer or something else team or something. One small logo, and when we say small guys, we mean no more than an inch square is acceptable. It would be better though to have none, but anything bigger than that, anything bigger than an inch square, we would recommend not wearing that. You know, if one piece of clothing has the logo on it, we want to make sure that none of the other things that we're wearing all have logos. We just want to be really careful about logos and these kind of big they're basically advertisements, right? I mean, they're big yeah. advertisements on your clothes. So we just want to watch out for that. We want to keep them under an inch square. And we want to also um, just watch out for what we're wearing. And if if it's the logo of your company or the customer, as long as it's clean and it's, it fits you, that's fine. It's just the distraction, mm-hmm. you know, of and some of the things that I looked at when I, when, like I said, when I was researching this, you know, it was like a polo top with a big... A, a dark color top and bottom and then a kind of band in the middle with the retailer's name or some witty saying or something and it's just a distraction if you go to a meeting with somebody who's wearing that you're going to be thinking about what they're wearing and not listening to what they're saying 
And since you want people to listen to what you say, you need to wear clothes that aren't screaming at people. Right. So we have business colors next. And summer clothes come in a way wider range of colors than winter clothes. I don't know why. Probably because (laughs) in summer we want to be happy and happy means bright colors. Just think of Hawaiian shirts, you know, they're patterned. They're usually clashing colors on purpose. Yeah. And they have really busy patterns. You know, there's a lot of, you might have a parrot that's kind of five inches by three inches, and then it's sort of repeated all over the shirt. And that's kind of the opposite of what we mean by business colors. So while we while we want to be happy and enjoying summer, we try not to forget that we're at work. And Hawaiian shirts mean barbecues and things outside and fun. And again, it's really distracting if something's we- somebody is wearing something like that. But you hear their shirt and not what they're saying. Absolutely. We want to stick to normal business colors, right? We want to we want to focus on navy and black, gray, white, beige, these kind of things. You could have maybe like one bright pink or bright yellow, similarly intense color, as long as the rest of your outfit is tailored, business-like. For example, you know, a lady could wear a hot pink blouse with a navy pencil skirt, navy jacket, and navy or black shoes. Even a dress that's a bright color and a dark jacket over the top, that would work too. What I would suggest for me, that the thing that works the easiest is if you're going to wear a color, it should be solid. And when I mean color, I mean something that's not navy or black or white or gray because those are, you know, more standard business colors. If you're going to wear, you could wear a navy check or a gray stripe or things like that. But if you're going to wear a color, it's usually easier to get away with a color that's solid as opposed to a print. There's a lot of printed things out there in the summer that are very bright and it's just not as professional. And, you know, guys, if you really want to wear a hot pink shirt, you could, but you might want to be someone who works in, say, like Austin or San Francisco or, you know, like in a marketing special, yes, a special creative industry, right? We're trying not to stand out too much. We want to fit in. And many people say they want to stand out and they don't want to fit in. And that clothing is an expression of their personality and therefore they should be able to wear whatever they want, including a work, which is, you know, that's a reasonable argument to make. You know, what I wear is part of my personality and I want it to say what I want it to say. But let's think about it for a second. Every personality appeals to and repels other personalities. So the people who have personalities that don't necessarily mesh with yours very easily, when you're working with them, they're harder to work with for whatever reason. You know, some people are harder to work with than others. Even if you're doing your best, even if you're doing all the things we tell you about relationships and about DISC and all the ways to help relationships, some people are just difficult. Well, it's like Velcro, you know, then that ripping sound at the end when you pull, pull them apart. So you're doing your best and the relationship is just hard. Now add in your attire dressed to according to your personality. So perhaps you're a guy and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt because that's who you are. You're a bit loud, uh, you're very excitable, you're 
just the kind of guy who likes a party and you want to wear a Hawaiian shirt. And by the way, almost no one says, uh, I want to dress according to my personality and wants to wear a three-piece suit. Like, it just, <laughs> never, it just never happens, right? People who want to dress according to their personality want to wear shorts or cargo pants or T-shirts or loud shirts. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, okay, so what? What I'm wearing doesn't play any role in how good I am at my job. True. But it does play a role in how good people think you are. The person you're working with, who you find it difficult to work with, already has a negative view of you. There's already a communication hurdle, right? It's already already something. There's already a hurdle in the way. It's not an easy relationship. And now you've added in, oh, look at my shirt, right? Mm -hmm. So you go down to their office and there's already the first thing that happens when you walk in, they think, oh, man, this is, you know, this person again, man, okay, this is going to be tough. But then if you come in with the shirt too, it's like, whoa, really? You know, man, like, gosh, it's so much harder, right? Yeah. And clothing choices can be a sign of aggression. It's aggressive anytime you say, this is how I dress, you don't have to like it. Like if you're defending what you're wearing, your clothing is seen by, as aggressive by others and they don't want to work with you. I just changed uh, hairdressers because I used to go to the hairdresser and everyone wore black, which was fine. All the, the all the stylists wore black. That was clearly the rule. But there were people with strange hair and hats and those those things that go in your ears and make holes and men with makeup on. And that's fine. It's a creative place. And that was them clearly saying, these. we want to express our personality. And yeah, it felt like an environment that I didn't want to be in, oh, an environment where I didn't belong and where I didn't understand people. And so I, I switched. I, I now go somewhere else. And those people would defend what they're wearing, but what they were wearing put me off going there, even though I got a good haircut. Mm-hmm. So if you're wearing something that makes other people uncomfortable, then you're not being as effective as you want to be. And if you're listening to critters, then we're assuming you want to be effective at work. Yep. So our last piece of guidance is to keep your accessories business-like as well. If you've introduced some kind of, you know, summer leeway, some some flexibility into your work clothing, make sure your accessories are still business-like. So for men, this means an analog watch with a plain band uh, or a smartwatch, you know, something like that. If you have a plain band and guys, you can get, I say guys, but I mean everyone, you can get replacement bands for smartwatches on Amazon. I have a leather band for my Apple watch that is very nice. You can also, you know, buy those kinds of things just where they look a little less sporty. So an analog watch with a plain band, a wedding ring or a class ring, that's fine, but nothing else, gentlemen. If you work in an office, guys, you do not need a hat, okay? You, you shouldn't have a hat on inside anyway. It's not appropriate. And you don't need sunglasses on inside either. So keep that in mind. Ladies, this means that your purse, your bag should be leather or fabric, not like raffia and no flowers or decorations really. The big bag that you take to the beach that has sunflowers on it. Or yeah, it has, no. You know, something like that. 
Uh, you don't need a hat or sunglasses on either indoors. I sound, I feel like we sound really funny, Daddy, when we say that. But hats are for outside. That's just done. And sunglasses, there's a reason why policemen and people in the army that are going out to meet civilians are told to take their sunglasses off. And it's because we connect with people through our eyes. And if someone can't see your eyes, they feel like they can't communicate with you. Mm -hmm. So if you have the kind of glasses that go dark when you go outside, you know, that when you're inside, they're clear. And then when you go outside, they go dark. A lot of the time they don't go fully clear when you come inside. And so you might want to think about that as well. If you've got those kind of glasses, maybe to have some inside glasses in the drawer at work so that people can always see your eyes. Mm-hmm. So no, no hats or sunglasses inside for men or women. And then ladies, we would suggest for jewelry that you stick to your normal winter jewelry, kind of business appropriate jewelry, you know, not multi-stranded bracelets or something that you would wear with a maxi dress, not you know, something made of shells. Yes, beads. That's what I was thinking too. Bright beads, like a turquoise bead thing, kind of. Um, and please, everyone, no flip flops um, for men or women. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no good reason for that. Just no. It's just people's feet, too much information. Yeah. You know, and if your shoes are made for running or boating, that's not for the office. And, and this is, guys, keep in mind, these are these rules are for 90% of the people 90% of the time. If you work on a floor, like production or something like that, and you're going to wear something comfortable that, you know, like a tennis shoe, right? That's fine. And for most of us, when we're in an office, boat shoes, tennis shoes, those are not appropriate footwear choices. The easiest way for us to give you guidance is go with your normal attire and don't make any allowance for summer. And most people probably aren't going to like that very much. And some people want to change it up because it's summer or they get too hot or whatever. So you can make changes. We'd encourage you to think about what those changes are saying and making sure that you don't break any of the guidelines. And if you have any doubt about what to wear, look to those more senior than you. And what those people are wearing it's probably very safe for you to wear. It was very hard to write this podcast. It was very hard to try and give you guidelines and enough exceptions and enough description of what we meant to make it easy for you to understand. So if you have any doubt or there's something that you want to wear and you're not sure, post it on the forums, www.manager-tools.com forward slash forums make a forum post and we'll try and remember to go in and give you some guidance if there's something in particular that you want to wear absolutely thanks kate thanks wendy hope that was helpful we'll be back next week 